All right. All right. Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Robots in Disguise podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I didn't have power for about four days. I'm David. I think that sounds like kind of a fun adventure, but I also occasionally just sleep in the woods for fun. So it it was a mixed bag of oh, this is interesting and different, and this is my entire week is shot, and, and <laughs> oh, this is kind of fun. It's like camping just at home, and, and then on the other side, it's oh, I have absolutely no power, and it turns out the insulation of my house is worse than I thought. So it's down below fifty degrees. Oh, is it getting below forty tonight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you usually don't want to have a campfire inside. That's not no. not ideal. I would have totally been out front having a, a bonfire. I, I did manage to get a little portable heater thing from a neighbor that he uses to eat his garage, which I used only during the day because I didn't want to eat trusted at night. Ooh. Yeah. But, uh, it, it, like, Tuesday was very, very, very cold and very boring, and the road out, the road's out from my place, one of them had a giant tree, which was across the power lines and the internet and everything, and the other way is much longer. There's your problem. And a foot of slushy snow that hadn't been plowed at least that far, it's not near me, plus more small trees in the road, so I wasn't going anywhere, and, and uh, just so much stuff. Not actually as fun as it might seem. Thankfully, I have spring water nearby, and I could get to that. Fancy. So, uh, yeah, we we missed a week. Yes. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Things happen. Yes. <laughs> the lack of things happen. It, it was <laughs> it was so calming and stressful at the same time. Yeah, I can understand that. And that, now that I've got power back, and I did things that needed to get done now now i i i need to do more shit and i just like have no energy left Aww. i need to spend the rest of the night drawing well uh, it, it's too bad because we're uh, we're having some graduation exercises <laughs> which is today's episode yeah uh, first aired april the 30th 2016 uh written by martin fisher this is only transformers tv uh credits but he's done a bunch of he did a bunch of those like british comics Oh wow! Like oh. the uh, Titans yes. and Fleetway or whoever. Yes, Titan. I think oh, for that's, the that's neat. Uh, apparently, the ones that were based on Age of Extinction. Oh. Oh, I didn't know they were still doing the comics up that far. I, I think they had some for Robots in Disguise too. Yeah. That de- sounds like it rings a bell. I mean, they're I, usually not up to exactly Marvel UK storytelling standards. No. So we don't usually hear much about them because they're just kind of bland. Yes. And we never really see them because they don't get... Do they get collected ever? Brought over here? Some of Not the, really. Um, some of the UK ones for the first movie got collected by IDW. Ah. Okay, just the first one. Yes. I say maybe I if they were better... <laughs> Well, I think Furman wrote some of those ones from the first, uh, for the first movie. Oh, hey. They did like an, like a what if for the first movie, if the Decepticons won and like killed Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) (laughs) That's some, uh, that's some killing wheelie energy there, but I'll allow it because it's Shia LaBeouf. I I believe it also involved like Megan Fox leading like a human rebellion or whatever. (laughs) That's cool. That's cool. What there, there was a Chinese reality show related to Age of Extinction. What? And they, it, they cast a couple of bit parts in the movie that way. Okay, I I remember so few Age things of about Extinction that movie, was but. the one that was. I don't think I ever rewatched Age of Extinction. Age of Extinction was the one where at one point. Age of Extinction was the one where well into the movie, I kept realizing the Dinobots hadn't even shown up yet and being very dismayed that, cause I kept thinking, so, so it's almost over now, right? Is it almost done? Wait, the Dinobots haven't even shown up yet. There is just an extinction. enormous shapeless middle to that movie. Once I think they get into Chicago and meet, um, Stanley Tucci, and then somehow they get to China, 
And and there's th- three film scores and three mobile games related to what the At hell? one point, I, like, accidentally dropped my keys onto the floor, and I, just reaching down, I just kind of wanted to stay down there. <laughs> I was just like, it's, it's nice and calm down here. <laughs> Near the mm. floor, under the chairs. But uh, but then you won't see uh, then you won't see Optimus Prime kill Fraser. <laughs> oh, then I won't oh, that see that <laughs> then I won't see Marky Mark using his Chinese debit card. <laughs> or, that was or, the or, one or drinking an ice cold Bud Light from a truck that Decepticons have just blown up. <laughs> Wait, what? There was a Mountain Dew vending machine truck transformer toy. Yes, what? except it's and they. They've futzed with the Mountain Dew logo, so it reads something else, but it's clearly yeah. Mountain Dew. But it's it's a it's a recolor of a guy from the first or possibly second movie toy line. The sort of okay, delivery I, truck looking guy. Okay, so it's supposed to be dispenser, but it is I don't remember that toy at all. I would have bought that. Well it was it was Japanese exclusive. Oh, well that's probably why. Yeah. Because I didn't want to bother importing movie toys. Right. So this episode <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. So it, it, it is My brain has been a little Swiss cheesy for a week. Understandable. Well this is uh, this is another away team episode. Oh, yeah, but this is the first time we've had the away team in... This is like four or five episodes? I like. think this is the first time we've had them since uh, the Browning. Yeah, at oh. least they're colors now. Yes, so they're, they're nice. in colors. They, they come in colors every way. Every day. They're like a <laughs> rainbow. Yes. Yeah, they come in red and blue, uh, red and red... Red and black, and red and orange. I mean, oh. okay, it's not a, a wide variety of colors, no. but it is colors. It's better than last episode where it was just brown it, and it, tan yeah. and beige. Yeah, the, it's like there our is friend, more variety. <laughs> like our friend Kide had done their deco. <laughs> yeah, they, but, but it is odd that the away team is all red-themed colors. That guy sure loved his French gray. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. But, I mean, French gray is nice when used in moderation. But no, this is... It's a good uh, accent color. This is the... this the, uh, the away team lacks the Sentai team purity of the home team. Yes. Yeah. Where you got a green guy, yellow guy, blue guy, and an orange guy. Yes. Hmm. Anyway, so we, uh, we... It has apparently been a couple weeks uh, in real time since we saw them last, because Optimus Prime is feeling better. We're driving along. We're going to one of uh, Windblade's uh, Doomsday Bunkers. Because when did, I guess, did she set these up, like, after she woke up? I think she had there been had on Earth quite some time two? before the Autobots right. even got there. But hadn't she been in, like, suspended animation during, like, the time that people would have been building things like modern military bunkers? I'm not sure yeah. exactly how long she was in stasis for. Yeah, when and how? I felt like it was... So vague. A few hundred years, at least. Well, clearly it couldn't have been. But <laughs> Based on what we see in this episode. 50 years? It, it, it is very weird that, like, it's an abandoned military base with still, like, a hull of a ship there and some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently. And, and she wasn't there for a while. How did she have so many bases with so many weapons inside them? And it, it would make more sense if, like, oh, she was in contact with Fowler. It's like, oh, here's a spot to store I mean, some stuff. We don't Where know. Where she even got all this stuff? Uh, we don't know she wasn't. That's true. But it doesn't come up. No, it would be it, nice if it came up. It's an excuse we'd come up with to make more sense. It's a no prize. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so one of her doomsday bunkers has been broken into, which is apparently a disused naval yard. Oh. And so, it, it, you know, there's not much that is, you know, damaged. Like, the, the gate is a little busted up. So, uh, so Drift sends his, sends in his minicons. And the minicons are getting a little restless. They want to be, you know, they want to have a little more independence. Yes. Drift does not want parenting advice, though. Oh, no. And he also does not think that the, you are not ready, my sons. 
Pueblo guys. Yeah. And so they go in, but they they don't know that they are being watched by. Is he a dog or a wolf or? I thought he was like an armadillo. Might be an armadillo. Odd. I think I did eventually think that he had an armadillo thing going with the way he's sort of hunched over. No. For some reason, armadillos hunch. He does kind of have the color scheme of Bump, the armadillo (laughs) uh, repaint from Beast Wars 2, I want to say. Or no, uh, Beast Wars Neo, I think. Uh, his talk page on the wiki suggests both armadillo and badger. Oh, I could see badger, 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 badger. badger, badger. 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 His head has sort of got like the armadillo-like armor built in. Mm-hmm. Badger, 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 badger. Snake, it would make more snake. sense if his minicons were mushrooms. Then we'd know for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ancient memes. Although before we identify what we cannot identify what he is, all we see him is in shadow, smoking a cigar. Yes, although yes. in this case, he, it's not even that. He's just chewing on a big screw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's got like the, the chunk but... on the end of it, too. So it's definitely yeah. like a bolt or a screw. Yes. <laughs> Which is kind of amusing. It is cute. Because he is a villainous military guy, as we will see. I mean, more so than the rest of the Decepticons, who are, I guess, in a military, but they're not as military-themed as this guy. Yes. You know, well, a lot of the guys we've seen in the show, I mean, I'm not sure I would call Steeljaw in the military. No, I mean, he's definitely the guy who's in the military, but he's also, like, selling Jeeps or something on the side. <laughs> yeah, he he's like at best he's a corrupt quartermaster. Yes. More he feel he feels like part of the a mafia kind of like most of the other ones that seem to be decidedly evil and not just weird animals. I mean, a lot of these guys are just super villains. Whereas this guy, he's like a. I mean, in the context of Transformers, he is you know a standard issue Decepticon general guy. But in the context of this show, he's like a military themed supervillain. Yes. Like, they're all wrestlers, and he's the Sergeant Slaughter. <sighs> yes. Oh, stolen valor. <laughs> oh, man. There's nice. a discussion. Oh. We are not going to have that discussion tonight. No, we are not. Mm. Leave that for Wikipedia. But, so, anyway, they get they get in. Uh, Sideswipe gets knocked on his ass by this uh, invisible force field. And something has indeed damaged this force field. So yeah, they they open up this weapons cache. Nothing has been stolen, and then in in walks or rolls this army of military minicons. Yes. Well, they sort of blow their way in through the roof of the hangar thing. And and unlike many of the minicons we've seen this year, who communicate solely in goblin noises, these guys are just making army noises. Yes, they just, just feel little. It's great. You you don't really notice that that's how they're talking until a point later when they they do the full on Pokemon thing where they're like hop 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 hop. <laughs> they uh, they remind me so of like the the Green Army Men from Toy Story. Yeah, yeah, they've got that kind of thing going. Well, also, most of them are green except one of them's what is it brown? The the implied military the implied extent of Stockade's military experience is once again one of those things that calls into question like how long it's been since, you know, Cybertron was a barren husk. Yes. And uh, I guess these he guys- could have been wandering around in space somewhere. And uh, these guys were all sold with the amazing name Major Mayhem. Ooh. They're all majors? I mean, that's a good name, but not really for an army builder. And, uh, and yeah, the man in charge is Stockade, Decepticon General, Indeterminate Animal, and voiced by long time, by, uh, notable Transformers veteran, uh, Greg Berger. Yeah. He's, uh, he's Grimlock. He's, uh, he's Skyfire. He definitely um, was familiar enough that I was like, wait a minute, I know who this is, and had to look him up real quick. He's uh 
He's Outback. He's a long haul. He was a zillion incidental guys. So many. Um, you may also know him uh, for, he was Odie on uh, Garfield and Friends. <laughs> yes. Uh, he was Corn uh, Fed on Duckman, a show that I watched when I was way too young to be watching Duckman. I I would like to mention that uh, Pluto TV now has an entire Garfield and Friends channel, uh, <laughs> so you can now watch twenty four seven Garfield and Friends. Well, oh, I guess yeah. I was about to say you can't watch twenty four seven Garfield because uh, one out of every three times you're watching U.S. Acres. Yes, <laughs> which I feel is underrated. Me too. Yeah. I I was always very fond of U.S. Acres. And uh, he was also in uh, in the 90s Spider-Man cartoon, which we will find out if you subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> yes, we will be discussing that this month. Uh, apparently he's also sometimes Eeyore when, I guess, Peter Cullen is busy. I can oh, see that. Oh, dear. I, I was appreciative that Eeyore just sounded sound like a clinically depressed Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Been in a few too many wars. It's just oh. spirits gone. Oh, bother! Freedom is the right of all sentient beings, I guess. <laughs> one shall stand, one shall. Here come the Decepticons again. <laughs> one shall stand, one shall be unable to get out of bed. <laughs> anyway, so these, uh these. Troops work in military with uh, military precision. They are, you know, they're setting up like mortars. They're uh, they've got uh, bazookas, and I mean they're they're just opening fire with military precision. But I guess because they're miniguns, they've got like little zip guns or something. Because they're really just moderately annoying the Autobots, but there are so many of them that it is proving to be a bit of a problem. Yes. Also, when there are this many of them and they're all just going hup, 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 what it really reminded me of was multiple Santa from The Tick. <laughs> it's just Yes, I, I thought there was going to be a gimmick in this, like, they had the power to clone itself. But now it's just a bunch of little identical guys. I was thinking of a vaguely upsetting scene from uh, Small Soldiers that also has a bunch of, like, tiny guys. Oh, I haven't seen that in... Many years. God, neither of us. Possibly decades. Well, remember the first live-action Transformers movie? Make them smaller, same movie. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I mean, I had seen it. I saw it, like, in the theater, just, you know, not recently. I think they hide under a satellite dish at one point. That sounds right. I did have it on in the background at one point because, again, it it is on Pluto TV. Uh, while I was at work, but I wasn't actually watching it because I was working. It was an interesting idea, but it sounded like a better idea for a TV series than a movie. Oh. Collect all these toys! Oh, the, the army guys are the bad guys. And I, I remember the, it the, also the, the... seems like something that, that feels like it uh, might have inspired what became the... the Good and bad guys of uh, World of Warcraft. Yeah, it, it's got that similar vibe. I need a second. It, it I have just. Like, um, uh, I'm I'm causing myself grievous injury with my fidgeting. So give me just a second. Oh, pinched myself. It, it's also also basically Fern Gully two, aka Avatar the movie, not the I one. I think there is a Fern Gully two. Period. Jeez, does it still like have direct Tim to Curry? video? We're there's no way they're getting Tim Curry. Oh. Well, I didn't break the skin. But he's like the best part. Anyway. Uh, Fern Gully 2, The oh. Magical Rescue. Okay. But Tim Curry. Direct video, you better believe there is nobody from that first movie in it. Kind of, uh, well, kind of astonishing that there is... Yeah, Tim Curry and Robin Williams. And well, Ro well uh, uh, Robin, uh, Tim Curry, Robin, Christian Slater. Like, how oh. could they not get Tim Curry? He was in everything at the time. And uh, Samantha Mathis. Well, they, they they got Tim Curry for the Beauty and the Beast. They did DVD sequel. As an original character in that. Ooh. He was like an yes, evil an organ or evil something. Evil pipe organ. Yes. Yeah. 
but the movie takes place during the original movie, so right, like it's, it's an, a winter flashback it's an scene in the movie. <laughs> yeah, intercool. Which such a weird. I wonder if that's on Disney Plus. Probably, probably. No. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, unless it's too bad. I think that was back when the the direct to DVD sequels were okay, and they weren't just pumping too many. Well, out. especially since that was back when they were direct to VHS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Although the concept of that one might be kind of dumb. Good old VHS. I think the Aladdin ones were the only really good ones, or at least the ones I saw. Although also not getting Robin Williams for those. No. Uh, they did for the third oh, one. Oh, right, they did. For the second one, they got uh, Dan yeah. Castellaneta. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was in the series, was right? the voice in the He was yeah. in the okay. series. Whereas I think the series got almost, I think the series got everybody else back. Hmm. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried included. Yeah. I mean, he got into voice acting at that point. Ooh. Oh, I should rewatch Aladdin for Gilbert. I mean, Gilbert uh. Gottfried, he was on the he was also on the Problem Child cartoon. So, <laughs> uh, not a man known for his discretion in uh, taking a job. Yes, getting Gilbert for an anime thing is really like doing voice acting, but he was good. at it. Yeah, you get to go in a booth and do a little bit of shouting. It's sight Superman. Yeah. It's fine. Anyway, R.I.P. They had the yeah. best casting for that Superman show. Anyway, so 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 drift drift does end up taking the shot for uh, his mini cons here. Gets a uh, gets a oh, yeah, gets a mortar to the leg because they weren't listening to his orders. Although it was very loud with the thing. Well, their excuse was we can't hear you over all the gunfire, and there's a lot of gunfire. Yes. So he ends up having to drag himself to a freezer where he locks himself in. At which point he proceeds to have a sitcom clip show. <laughs> Although I don't know exactly what he wa- his plan was in getting them to come back on his arms. Was he going to use one of them as a human shield? I mean, this is possible. Maybe. As opposed to a drift injured and locked in a clip show in a closet, we could have had dead Minicon episodes. Oh, man. I don't want that episode. Do not want it. So, so... So Optimus and Windblade also get hit. They lock themselves in a bunker and sideswipe and the Minicons get away. Do they? They're in a room at some point too. Maybe not locked yeah. in, but yeah, I think they're they're in like an empty. There are too many people getting locked in rooms in this episode. They're stuck with the yeah, worst it, influence. Like, the the concept of of fighting off an army of minicons is good, but they're in the rest of the episode is oh we're locked in a room and we have to talk about our feelings before <laughs> we can fight the army of minicons again. Yes, it's like a fanfic. Kind of. Characters get locked in a room and have to talk about their feelings. Yes. Feels and, like and a very fan fiction sort of thing. Yeah, so apparently Stockade or actually like stole these weapons from humans. Yeah. Which I guess is why they're all minicon sized. <laughs> so he's demanding that they let him into this cache and he'll let them live. So uh so we, we call him to the scrapyard. Uh, Bumblebee's team is not in the office right now, so they're just gonna. So they, it's fix it and, or nobody. Uh, he wants to know how the weather is. Well, the last few times he's talked to him was probably, oh, there's a lot of snow, there's a lot of brown. <laughs> what color is the weather this time? <laughs> oh, you know, you know, Grimlock's disguising himself as a steam shovel these days. Um, we fought some more weird animal guys. Yeah, yeah. They don't have any clue that the Decepticons have any kind of organized thing going on, do they? They they mentioned the island. Okay, yeah, that's right. When they overheard that, so they and they know that they're trying to build get all these spaceship. Parts. Right, that everything they are stealing so they is, is somehow related. That something to is going on. Okay, but they do not have the picture that we do. Well, the regular team knows that. Have have they told the away team that? You would think, that, and it seems like they're in regular contact. <laughs> they should be, but... Yeah. Anyway, so we find out that Stockade is was the most decorated Decepticon general in history. Okay. And uh, he, he tried to mount a coup, and that was the only time he was defeated. <laughs> which which now, sounds he like... He could like, defeat like, everyone except Megatron. Yes, to the point of, like... Failing to defeat Megatron and surviving seems highly dubious. I mean... I guess unless the coup was, af- was after Predacon's rising. Oh, okay. It, oh, or it could have been... Yeah, it could have been when Megatron was out of it. I was also going to say, tell Starscream that. <laughs> like, 
any yeah, Starscream. Yeah, it could have been for the short time Starscream was in charge. Yes. I just mean that Starscream is constantly trying to make coups happen and failing and yeah. being allowed <laughs> to live regardless. I mean, I guess I guess a coup seems more like it's military versus civilian. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. As opposed to your standard Decepticon, I declare myself the new leader kind of treachery. <laughs> Megatron has tripped and fallen. I declare myself the new leader. Megatron has eaten some bad <laughs> clams. I declare myself the new leader. Seriously, though. Megatron has shoved dark energon into his chest and gone into a coma. I am now the new leader. I mean, that one, that, you know, that's a, that's a reasonably good move, Starscream. Yes, I know. That's like the one time a Starscream is like, yeah, I should be in charge now. Seriously, yeah, though, no, there's, shoving, there's a bit uh, in G1. Pure evil into his soul, and <laughs> he's in a coma, so I think I'm in charge now. I mean, there is a, a bit in G1 at one point where Wheeljack hits Megatron with some sort of beam that gives him vertigo, and Starscream declares that Megatron has fallen, <laughs> and he is now the new leader. <laughs> because Megatron has mm. literally fallen. It's like, settle down. You don't know how long that thing's going to last for. So, you know, so he's got this information. So Prime, uh, he's got a plan. So Drift contacts Stockade. And he's all, listen, Stockade, I have a doomsday device that will destroy the entire Earth unless you let us the go. The entire planet. Yep. You know, Autobots, we love our doomsday devices. Yeah, you know, we're always coming around to well, strange planets with doomsday devices. If we I go mean, back they're, to they're, Prime and there were a bunch of doomsday devices on Earth. Well, I'd also, I was going to mention Fighter Flea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, this, this is the most beautiful planet I've ever seen. Give me the ball. Okay, hand me the ball. <laughs> oh, Ultra Magnus. And even Stockade is... Uh, is, as the youth say, sus. It's like, really? Like, come on, man. You know I'm like a general, right? <laughs> I'm familiar with Autobots. These are the, the rules of engagement are not Calvin Ball. <laughs> <laughs> now I wish Among Us had been a thing when we did that episode with the Mimic Decepticon. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, technically Among Us was already a thing. It's been around a while. It didn't get really popular until last year after we did that episode. Alas. I think it's been around like three or four years. It needed everybody anyway, to be stuck still... inside before it really picked up. Yes. So, but he's still going to have them scan that cast just in case. <laughs> So, yeah, so the, the Minicons are feeling pretty bad because they did not uh, undeploy when Drift told them to, and so they blame themselves. And they admit that they did it on purpose. Hmm. They pretended not to hear him. Yes. Naughty kids. And, you know, Cyrus, well, you know, you guys don't have to partner with him your whole lives, you know. You can you can be your own tiny robots. He says, Minicons like you can choose to deploy from any Autobot who will take you. <laughs> Good child. So now we're doing another we're doing another bluff here, and this time it's a fake surrender. <gasps> dun dun dun. So they uh, they take out the uh, the Minicons who were supposed to bring them in, and we get the hop hop. Hop hop hop. So good. So, surprise, surprise, they've completed the scan. There's no doomsday device. Uh, Stockade is, they're just gonna open fire on this freezer. So, and they, and you can see, it's kind of a cool effect how the shield is getting kind of more pixelated as they, uh, shoot at it. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, while this is going on, uh, Sideswipe has gone to the bunker and he's getting Optimus and Windblade out. Which, which is them just slicing at either side of the door. Yes. Slowly which, chipping away at it. Again, not very dramatic. This episode needs a little more drama in it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the the away team episodes are generally just kind of uninspired. Hmm. Yes. I mean, I'm, I mean, I like Stockade and his army of military guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I feel that this 
We're just getting a little geographically confused here. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what is cool here is the drift is just in this uh, cache of weapons, just holding this stuff at the ready. Hmm. Uh, you know, it 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 feels like something you'd see in like a Punisher comic or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> or you know, Nick Fury. You know, it's the it's the old kind of grizzled military badass. Yeah, you know, making his last stand. I don't know if Drift has earned that, but it's fair. Yeah, sadly, Drift does not punch a guy so hard his head turns around. No. (laughs) (laughs) Or blow up a guy doing parkour. (laughs) Punisher Warzone, underrated movie. Oh, is is that the one where he fights the wrestler? No, that's the Punisher. That's the one with uh, Thomas Jane and one of the guys. That's uh, Kevin Nash who he fights. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... Forgot which in what is I think that movie's only good scene. <laughs> Best scene, yes. I don't, uh, don't know. If I just can't the Punisher, I can't remember a lot of that movie other than that scene because that scene's so good. Listen, a, a, I just can't accept a Punisher movie that takes entirely in Tampa takes place entirely in Tampa, Florida. <laughs> okay, yeah, that was a little weird. Also, it's not where he belongs. Warzone's the sequel. That's the one that has uh, Jigsaw in it. Ooh, okay, I guess maybe played I didn't by, see uh, Oh yeah, that's that's got uh, Ray Stevenson as the Punisher, and it's got uh, Wayne Knight as a microchip. Ooh, oh. yay, Ooh. Wayne Knight! Is that on Disney Plus? Probably not. For, uh, no, because neither of those movies were like those. Those were licensed after like. Uh, Oh, they weren't like Fox or something. No, they were. Oh. I can't remember who they were. Was it New Line? These things are usually New it might Line. Have been new Line. Anyway, yeah, Warzone's. Yeah, uh, anyway, yeah, it's got uh, the guy who played McNulty on the wire as Jigsaw, and he has fantastically gruesome makeup. It's a lot of fun. Nice. I might have to to watch that as I am catching up on movies that you would be astonished to find I have not actually watched. All right. Uh, now, have you seen Blade Two? That's you know, I kind of got Blade out of the way so I could see Blade Two because I know that's Guillermo del Toro, yes. uh, and I love some Guillermo del Toro. So uh, it's got some good Ron Perlman in it. That that may be next weekend. I think Doug Jones is in there somewhere. Possibly tonight because uh, probably. It- oh yeah, if it's Guillermo del think- Toro, it's probably got Doug Jones somewhere. Yeah, I think he plays like the vampire king or whatever in that. We'll, we'll see how long we spend podcasting tonight. I might have to, Although, to watch that uh, after we wrap up. There is a connection there because Blade 2 was originally supposed to feature Morbius as the villain. <gasps> dun, oh, dun, dun. that makes more sense. Kind of. <laughs> as opposed to the, vi- the main villain we got, which, which is like a dirtbag wrestler. I will say yes. that while I am, I'm sure that, uh, Blade 2023 will be a perfectly good movie, I am sure it will not be anything like Blade 1998. <laughs> no, it's hard to be as good as that movie. It, there will definitely not be as many, much cursing, but the mm. CG will probably be better. Even just in yeah. like the first five minutes, I was like, yeah, I'm guessing the, uh, the MCU version will have Fewer literal bloodbaths, uh, fewer blowjobs, <laughs> fewer... <laughs> fewer dead whistlers who comes back to life. Yeah. He comes back in like every movie. It's insane. Yeah. Fewer prostitutes. Uh, so, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Less uh, Tracy Lord. Perlman. Fewer cat from Red Dwarf. <sighs> um, uh, fewer pro wrestlers. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean. Uh, no. Uh, you know, you never know. That, that's, that's yeah. There's an, and so anyway, this episode. <laughs> I mean, I just want to watch the Blade movies now. <laughs> I gotta get through uh, all I mean, the stuff on Netflix before my Netflix expires. So when oh, we drift, event, you know, he eventually runs out of ammo and just starts hucking stuff at these mini cons. <laughs> um, finally, everybody gets free. Everybody gets together. They're facing off against these uh, these mini cons. Um. There is a pretty cool scene where Drift cuts this gun in half. <laughs> hmm. Yes. But it's uh, it's Optimus Prime who takes out... Uh, not only does he take out Stockade, he also stomps on his screw after it falls out of his mouth. <laughs> oh. Also, Stockade is like... 
I mean, it's like, do you know who Optimus Prime is, buddy? Because uh, this is Optimus Prime. Apparently not. <laughs> because he seems just, like, really confident. He- he's not sufficiently impressed by Optimus Prime, I feel. Hmm. <laughs> he was, who was he in military campaigns against? <laughs> well, I... There's a bit... Uh, he doesn't know him by name because he's a prepare to be defeated by your better Optimus Prime. Yeah. Prepare to be deeply disappointed, Stockade. <laughs> it's kind of a cool Optimus Prime line. Yes. Yeah. And also then, when he after he gets beaten, uh, Stockade quotes uh, General Douglas MacArthur. Ooh. Says, oh, that's uh, I shall I shall return. Which was what MacArthur said when he had to retreat from the Philippines in 42 during World War II when the Japanese invaded. <laughs> As he was passing out. But and then he did indeed return. Uh, unlike Stockade, who does not return. Hmm. Alas, I mean, this is this is a wrap for Stockade and his military guys. Hmm. And then, just as it looks like the episode's about to end, in uh, in Pop's Grimlock, <gasps> they have fixed the ground bridge. An interesting character has shown up, <laughs> <laughs> and it is time uh, to to. Get the teams back together in time for the finale. It's important. You can't just have everybody being in different places for the finale. Yes. And so, yeah, that is that is the episode. This was not a great one. I, I like Stockade, and I kind of wish he was in a better episode. Yeah. It, uh, I, the problem is he's up against the away team, and there's four of them, even with a weakened Optimus Prime. And his army of minicons, it's not really an even fight, which is why they had to separate him. Well, and the problem is so much that fight involves them hiding. Yeah. I feel like the problem is that the away team just doesn't have any really interesting dynamics going on. Uh, I feel like it, Len Wayne tried to do a lot with the little bit that he had available, trying to have, you know, some some stuff with Windblade and Optimus and trying to make some yeah. interesting things happen, and the characters just don't have any chemistry. They don't have any really good ways to play off each other that aren't just, like, maybe sideswipe bugging the hell out of everyone else. Yeah, they're they can play off each other because you got the mini cons, you got Windblade. It's a little bit different. Pro- there's no fun or funny interplay between them. Yeah. Which is like yes. the entire other team. You got Grimlock, you can be, can be funny. Strong, strong arm is a punchline in a way. It's like that, that's the fun team. And whereas these guys are the, okay, we have stiff optimus and stiff drift, stiff drift and windblade are both kind of stiff in their own ways. Sideswipe is Really annoying most of the time. Windblade I mean, I, I like can, the sideswipe strong arm pairing. Yeah, I mean they they play off each other. I mean I don't know that I like them as a pairing, but no, I think they they way. play off each other very well. They've got that characterized yeah. that rivalry. They've got a really good rivalry going on, and sideswipe yes. doesn't really have that with anybody here. Nobody's no. got it with anyone else here. No one's getting on each other's nerves except, like I said. Sideswipe occasionally getting on people's nerves. So yeah, it's just this team just doesn't have a very good dynamic. It's not interesting. No. You would have to, yeah. I don't know. It it would take some work. I'm sure you could get it interesting. Like I said, some attempts were made, but it they just don't have much chemistry. Yeah, one no, of the fun no. guys should be on this team. Yes. And the problem is Thomas just how maybe you maybe you swapped out Drift for Grimlock. Yeah, that might work. Yeah, yeah, or just put Sideswipe and Strongarm with poor Optimus and Drift. <laughs> yes. No, nobody like wants Drift that. Drift and Prime can't be on the same sub. Right, they're too similar, yeah. and they don't. I mean, I don't even feel like. We ever get Drift and Optimus playing off each other in any way at all? Like, I can't even think of them I don't think so. like relating to each other. So, so yeah, they're those two are too similar, uh, and that just leaves Windblade and Sideswipe to do anything. And Windblade is too easy to get along with. 
Uh, you know, in, in yes. real life, that is not a bad quality to have. But when you're trying to make a team interesting, when you're trying to make characters interesting, that does not make for interesting character interactions. That just makes her be easy to get along with. Yes. <laughs> but no, we're, we're done with that for now. We are getting the band back together. Hey! In time for the finale. So... Yeah, I think that now brings us to David's Tokusatsu Corner. I didn't have power for four days, so I didn't bother watching it. Okay, that does not bring us to David's Tokusatsu Corner. <laughs> no. And nothing, like, uh, I, I had no power. I was thinking, I, I could just tell you what happened. I One day not. I went to the dentist. I hope he had power. Yeah, well, yes, I had power. Yeah, well, there was power then. And it was like, I don't remember on the weekend, like, hearing about, oh, there was a big blizzard coming. It was just like, it's going to be cold or whatever. Monday, it was like, oh, there's a blizzard coming. But it didn't sound like it was going to be that bad here. It was that bad. It was a foot <laughs> of snow. <sighs> Took the power out. It Well, Monday night, the power blinked a few times, so I shut my computer off. But then Tuesday, it was like, foot of snow, but... Before even noon, it stopped snowing at noon, but then it kept sprinkling every once in a while throughout the rest of the day. Power was out. Phone lines were out. Yes, I have a phone line at home. A ground line. Okay, boomer. Usually for emergencies. Well, normally when the power goes out, the phone doesn't go out. Of course, usually when when the power goes out, it's because a tree hits it. Yes, of course. Right. But it's also because of rain. Mm-hmm. This is this was tree and snow. So much snow. So much Ooh. snow. So everything was just slower and had to go get water at spring. Tuesday, I couldn't do shit because I couldn't go anywhere. Wednesday, I did have to go out because I had to go out because I had to take a cat to the vet. Aww. <laughs> and Millie was just to check up for his, his little shoulder that still has something on there and I need to get medication. Poor guy. And they were supposed to call today about get, picking up the medicine, but they didn't call today. You know, the other, so uh, the other foster has a kitten named Felix right now, uh, but oh. that is from the Encanto litter. Uh, so is he, he is named after Felix from Encanto. Oh. Four things I should have watched. So, so yeah, I, I was sitting here cold most of the time, snuggling with kitties, occasionally going out to get water at a short drive, and once the roads were clear, going out to get dinner somewhere. Most of the time I was eating soup and stew, which, thankfully, I have a propane stove. Uh. So I couldn't use the oven part because there's a pilot light and shit in there, but I could light the stove and cook stuff on top. <laughs> It was cold and dark and reading by flashlights, which admittedly is kind of nice. I, I got to read a bunch of short stories and halfway through a Star Wars book, an old one. That sounds nice. About the Mandalorian Wars. I need something to armor or something. force me to get off the internet. That would be nice. <laughs> yes, yes, that, that was also nice. It was a nice break. Away from the internet in a way. Again, why I will occasionally go sleep in the woods for fun. Yeah. So, so it, it was a bad week and an okay week and a cold week. And I, I didn't want to bother watching Toku this week as well, cause I'm behind on watching some other stuff. So I like, eh, I'll get to it. About, the only thing I'm current on is I, one of the first things I did when I got power back was watch Moon Knight. Yay! Ah. They show that was almost a Toku show back in the seventies. Ooh. Ooh, I forgot about that. I mean, I, I remember like the the Toei Spider Man, which come to our Discord and watch it since Twitter is becoming a weird cesspool, and then you can find us on Discord. Fridays, I watched Spider Man and stuff. Yeah, Spider Man was originally going to be on a TV show of some kind. Yes, but then they made him solo. Was he going to be with Moon Knight? I think so, or at least it, they had like a costume design for Moon Knight. Worked oh, out. neat. Yeah, and I think Moon Knight would be great for Toku because he kind of is. Moon Knight has, uh, again, added to how difficult it is for me to watch, uh, Dune 2021. <laughs> <laughs> because now there's yet another person in it that I'm like, and that's Moon Knight. Hey, look, it's Drax. <laughs> Oh boy, Thanos! It's Drax. And hey, look at MJ. It's hey, it's Aquaman. Yeah, and now I'm also like, hey, look, it's Moon Knight. Hey, it's Call Me by Your Name, guy. Yeah, he needs to be oh. in the MCU. Who's like, I don't. Oh, if they did, uh, if they did X Men and made them vaguely young, he could be Bobby. He could be Iceman. 
Well, they, uh, he apparently tried out for Spider-Man with, uh, Holland and lost out. Aww. Oh. I mean, he's probably a little too cute. Like, he's a little too pretty for that. Yeah, Peter really shouldn't be pretty. Also, I think it's hilarious, going back to me having feelings about Dune, uh, that this, this writer should be, like, so homophobic, but then also just so much, like, emphasizing how pretty the male main character is. Like, <laughs> like you need to sit down with your thoughts here, buddy. And uh, Because in the book, Paul is just constantly being described as, like, pretty and other things that suggest femininity. And I'm like, okay. They need to cast Fade Rotha. Ah, oh, Tom Holland should be Fade Rotha. The, the Ooh, evil twink. Uh, right. <laughs> oh, wait, Sting? Yes, Sting. You Sting, yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know what musician you... I've heard people mention Harry Styles, which I can... Yeah. Kind of see, see sort of in that sting mold. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Sting doing his best space Johnny Rotten. And I think, it, I think they're getting uh, Florence Pugh to play the uh, the Princess Iriolon. Yes. Speaking of people we know from the MCU. Yeah, someone Princess else who's going to be distractingly from something else that I care about. Well, it'll probably help because I assume she'll be doing a different accent. <laughs> she shouldn't. She should just. I always for, I always forget that she's actually British. Yes. Oh. <sighs> anyway, oh, so I guess so she's that about... like a modern Peter McNichol for us. Oh, because, Wait, you're yes, not because, Russian? Yeah, I just think of Peter McNichol doing that fake. Uh, I guess I think he's from Carpathia in Ghostbusters too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Or I th- wait, does he have an accent in Dragon Slayer? You know, I've got to see that. I haven't seen that. I think I think maybe he's doing a British in that one or something. I mean, that would make sense. I mean, everybody, often people in fantasy movies are doing like a vague British thing. Yeah. Even if it's obviously not British. I wonder if that movie holds up. And here it has a really good dragon. Yeah, it's a, like, it was the best dragon until Smaug. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a good dragon. Yes. Well, although, admittedly, they're both worms, goddammit, or wyverns. You don't have all the legs. Dragons have four legs and two wings, not two wings. Make it goddamn cheap out bullshit, uh, whatever. But it was good. <laughs> all right, so that about does it for our episode. Uh, until next week, of course, you can catch us all over the internet. We are on Twitter, we are on Facebook, and we have a Patreon. Yes, we are hosted on iaconunderground.net, where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and other expenses. That is at patreon.com slash iaconunderground. Uh, we will be coming in a little late for our April episode. Uh, hopefully get that in under the wire uh, due to, you know, power outages. Uh, <laughs> It'll probably be done or something. Oh, maybe. Since uh, none of us could be talked into risking, certainly not all of us could be talked into risking oh. possible COVID exposure to go see Jared Leto in a movie. Uh, we will be instead discussing the Morbius episode of the 80s Spider-Man cartoon, or 90s Spider-Man cartoon. The 90s Spider-Man cartoon. Morbius was around for uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends, but if he was, it would be... He was. Was he? Well, he, it would be amazing. He's from like the early 70s. Okay. That's why he has that, uh, like in the comics, he originally had that sort of like disco vampire jumpsuit. <laughs> Sadly, he uh, never appeared in Spider-Man and his amazing friends as far as I know. Sadly, but no. But it would be amazing. No, I believe this is his first ever animated appearance. <laughs> so we will be discussing that for our April Patreon episode. Uh, I don't think we've decided on something for May yet. No. Uh, well, I guess no. I guess we'll we'll be recording an episode. I believe. Yes, we're going to. But it will not be released for some time. We're going to do what we did with No Way Home, where we we don't want to penalize people for not going to the theater uh, during you know still possibly a surge in the pandemic. Uh, so we will go see the movie, we will discuss the movie, and then we will put that episode in a time capsule until such a time. In the vault. Yes, we will put that in the vault until such a time as it is available for people to watch in their own homes. 
until we can get it in the Disney vault. So we will uh, we'll find something fun to do for May. Uh, I this may be my month to shine. I may have to force everybody to watch an episode of Kid Video, uh, but we could save uh, that for oh, my birthday. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes more sense. Well, we. No, we are, we already did a Doctor Strange episode once, so um We'll come up um, we'll come up with something fun. Well thank you. Was there a yes. list of things to do? I there probably there's was not a list a of oh let's physical maybe do this li- there's not like a literal list of things to do. There are just things that like we're always saying, Hey, we should do this. Yeah, th- th- there was pinned comments of maybe things to do. Yes, we will think of something super fun for May, uh but also you will have oh, wow. the Morbius episode. Apparently Apparently, Morbus was originally supposed to come out in September. Yeah, of twenty twenty. <laughs> oh yeah, that's some uh, that's some new mutants energy there. <laughs> oh yeah, Mu- new mutants was question mark May <laughs> of that year. Wow, that 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 was that's an old pin message that's a little bumpy. Yeah, I gotta oh, say it. Uh, it sounds. Oh, when was the last time we did a? When was the last time we did a DC movie? Have we done a DC movie? Because I haven't bothered watching any DC movies since, like, the third Nolan Batman. <laughs> I don't know that we've ever done a DC movie. Did, okay, maybe we have. Yeah, we, we should probably do one at some point. Although, I did, not that I want to go see the new Batman, but I would not wa- mind watching the latest Suicide Squad again. I am. Well, if you have HBO Max, I was gonna the say, Batman is on it. I, I, have, I mentioned earlier I letting my uh, Netflix lapse, and I'm intending to move my subscription budget over to HBO Max for a little while, so mm. we could do that. I have not and seen it. I don't get uh, HBO Max here, but I saw it in the theater, so I would be up for doing it. There you go. Yeah. So maybe we will do that for May. We will see. It, it's a surprise to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So until next week, when we uh, when we begin the two-part finale of uh, Season 2 of Robots in Disguise, Decepticon Island, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. Watch BotBots. And I'm David. I have so much things to catch up on, but I think I'm going to be doing a lot more reading. Watch Bobbots. After I spend all night drawing. Bobbots. Okay. Bobbots. Bobbots.